Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. The four readings for today speak about prophecy. First, we hear the call of the prophet Ezekiel in chapter 2 of Ezekiel. Then we have a responsorial psalm, 123, where we understand what happens sometimes or often <laughs> when we speak the word of God, that we are met with contempt and the proud might not be very happy to hear the word of God who calls us to love and humility. Then we have a reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, where Paul is talking about having a thorn in the flesh in order to experience the true power of God. That when we step out into the world to speak the word of God, we do it with the power and the grace of God that is manifested even more strongly when we are aware and speak of our own weakness. And finally, the fourth story for today from Mark chapter 6, where Jesus arrives in his native place, he's speaking with authority, authority and people are astonished. But rather than meeting the astonishment of somebody that speaks with wisdom, they take offense. They feel whatever emotions lead us to offense, which often include jealousy and comparisons and a confusion that is fed by looking only from an earthly perspective. And Jesus ends by leaving and being amazed at their lack of faith where he doesn't even work out miracles because the lack of faith creates a vacuum in which the word of God is really not received. So in the background of these four stories, the call of Ezekiel, um, the temptations on the flesh of Paul, who is a prophet speaking the word of God, and then Jesus himself, who is not received well. We have to ask two questions. Where has God called you? Because you are a prophet. Friends, the readings of today speak to us about prophecy. Do you know that by your baptism, you are a king, a prophet, and a priest? So pay attention today because being a prophet means to be in the world speaking the word of God. Not our own word, but the word of God. Speaking as God will have us speak. And the consequences of this, particularly in today's culture, where we see secularism, relativism, these tendencies that are not really about God, but about me, 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 see me, my chat, my unique way of expressing my followers. This is going to be countercultural. So let's pay attention then to the readings of today that are going to give us some clues for what it means to be a prophet and some specifics, especially from Ezekiel, about what it takes to do that. And ponder those questions in the background of the stories by remembering, where did God call you if he called you specifically? Because he called you universally in the baptism, but maybe he called you specifically 
And to whom did he call you? What is the call related to? Let's dive into the readings. So the question of where did God call you and when did God call you give the foreground to the background of the questions. Consider God's calling to your own life to where he is inviting you to speak his own word in the world where you live. In the story of Ezekiel, God tells him, stand up on your feet. And we read that when the Spirit of God enters into him and he sets Ezekiel on his feet, then he can hear the word of God sending him to the Israelites. And we know that Ezekiel is in Babylon. He is part of the exile. And God is sending him to speak to the very people that out of their rebellion have landed in a foreign land as slaves. He's not inviting him to talk to the Babylonians. He is talking to his own people. And we know that, that those hearts have turned away from God and that it will not be an easy task to speak to people that are enslaved by their opposition to the word of God and they find themselves in hardship. So when God is sending us, he's calling us first to be attentive to that word. If we veer away from the word of God, if we make it up our own message, can you imagine what Ezekiel could have said? He himself is out there as a prisoner of another country and he's going to have the double danger of speaking, knowing that the they're, they're prisoners and that he's going to enliven his own people uh, who that, who really did not want to hear the word of God and, and got himself into that kind of terrible trouble. But God says, I am going to put my word in you so that you can speak to these people that have revolted against me and know that they're going to be very stubborn and know that they're not necessarily going to hear. But whether they hear you or not, they will know that a prophet has been amongst them. Maybe your own family is not hearing you. You're speaking about the word of God, whether it is your close family, your extended family. Maybe it's happening to you at work where you are expressing views about the culture or the moment that are not really popular and you're feeling that they're not really listening. But even if they're not listening, remember the words of Ezekiel, they will know that a prophet was amongst them. And sometimes we make the word prophet about just knowing into the future, a soothsayer. But a prophet is someone, first of all, who speaks the word of God. Somebody that God sends and that is able to utter what God invites us to utter. When we are not being heard, we can go to Psalm 123 and return to the Lord and say, our eyes are fixed on you, Father, and we plead for your mercy. We plead in intercession for our enemies, for those who are persecuting us, who those who do not see the way you want them to see. Have pity on us, because they are arrogant, and they treat us with mockery and contempt. And have mercy on us, that we may continue to walk the path that you've laid before us. We can also remember with Paul in the second letter to Corinthians chapter 12 that when we are experiencing trouble, we can actually manifest God's power even stronger. 
in stronger ways. Paul says, he hears the Lord tell him, my grace is sufficient for you for power is made perfect in weakness. And then Paul explains, I will rather boast most gladly of my weaknesses in order that the power of Christ may dwell with me. When we can acknowledge our sinfulness or our brokenness or the pieces of our daily life that are not aligned with the Lord and that God still speaks through us, then we know it's not because we deserve it. We know it's not because we're awesome. We know that it is because God will use broken vessels in order to help, in order to help others, that they will see goodness is not because this person has everything licked, everything nearly in order, but because they're at least willing to make themselves available. We can then go to the throne and say, Father Almighty, may your spirit be upon us. May we be sent to bring glad tidings to those that are waiting for your hope. May we be people of faith and love that step out into the world with the courage that comes to those who ask for it. So we come to ask for it, Father, to ask for the courage, for the clarity, for the determination that we may step out into the world knowing that you've given us that authority and to exercise the power within us that is yours, that is your own word activated within our hearts and that we may be as unworthy vessels as we are, Father, yours and only yours. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.